Epic Gumdrop. Sweeter than discovering a new species and naming it Epic Gumdrop. As always, if you want to check out links to everything we're talking about today, head on over to BreakingDads.com. BreakingDads.com? BreakingDads.com. You can also find us on Twitter. Uh, if you want to leave a comment, head over to at Epic Gumdrop. And if you like what you're doing, please tell someone else about the podcast. Spread the word however you can. We would be ever so grateful. Spell it out in periodic table of element letters on the sidewalk. Like that. Or discover something new mm-hmm. in No Man's Sky. There and call it Epic Gumdrop. They could do that. Yeah. As suggested in our drop at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Jeff. Hey, James. So, yeah, today is all about No Man's Sky, the uh, game we talked about a while ago. I don't remember when that was. It was early. It was early days. Of uh, this podcast. Yes. R- early days of humanity. <laughs> well, seems like I, I measure humanity based on this podcast. It's like... That's true. Pre-Epic Gumdrop. 4,000 BC. Drop, exactly. Post-Epic Gumdrop. So. so, yeah, the... Uh... We're living in a glorious time, <laughs> is I guess what I'm trying to say. So, the, the whole question we were thinking about was is this kind of going to be the minecraft for our kids is this or in the next kind of minecraft yeah. thing because it, it early on it was difficult to know what exactly the game was going to be it's this minecraft 7.0 yeah exactly yeah and um yes and no i guess straight away but it was interesting when this first dropped uh i mean we've been looking forward to this for ever yes and my son's been so excited about this game for now i think a few years i mean yeah you told me about this game long before we had a podcast exactly. to talk about this game yeah and it was one of the thing we started doing let's plays i think in anticipation of let's playing that game he was like i want right. to let's play that and then it just took a year extra yes and we did a lot of stuff in between and we were so excited and uh it was shocking to me how negative the reaction mm-hmm. was straight out of the gate like we had a bit of a bumpy start it wasn't terrible but you know mm-hmm. there's a bit of lagging in the game yeah. and we were like oh a little lagging then you you go and look at what's going on and people are freaking out because people had a much worse experience than we did there's people that couldn't get in it was just it was beyond lagging mm-hmm. video card problems they were quick to fix those things and then people were i think a little jaded and angry and not seeing what they hoped for and they, instead of having time to dig deep in the game and play it through and see and find the joy in the game, mm-hmm. they had time to reflect on how angry they were about this whole thing. And then when they got back into it, they were like, well, no, it really is not what I expected. And then the whole fiasco with Steam, people on Steam trying to get refunds and yeah. without getting into it all is a lot of very bad things to start a game release with yeah i guess it's that hype versus reality that expectation versus executable yeah uh and then with a game that that was promising so much that was promising to be a lot of things to a lot of people Mm -hmm. uh and then you have a year to think on that well the delays happen people start to personalize exactly what they want yeah out of it and then when it doesn't deliver that even though no one's ever promised them no what they want well he came out and said apparently i and i don't know the precise details but he came out and said over time somebody's cataloged all the things he said about the game and he he is make uh sean murray yeah it's important that when you use a pronoun that you you provide some sort of context eh, you know he the guy oh the guy the guy with the math yeah (laughs) yeah so he made it his business cards by the way his business cards don't say that i'll be very disappointed the guy with the math sean murray he has had dropped hints through the whole development process about what the game would have and not have and what, mm-hmm. but it was more, I think what he was hoping he would be right. able to put into the game. 
and you know signing on with sony and as the process went on i think timelines started getting um shortened or tightened mm-hmm. and deadlines set and he probably had to start carving away and as they ran into what was really possible mm-hmm. versus what he had hoped was possible you know and they they did made this i think it was like 10 person team by the end it wasn't a big team no making a essentially a, a massive game, game yeah and so marketing as a triple a title but having an indie development team mm-hmm. combined with him you know having set out these early ideas that maybe sony wasn't totally on board with or he just found out he couldn't do mm-hmm. whatever the case was so there was some real ex- unfortunately some expectations that just weren't right. met so that that really is an issue yeah the closest thing so you know as we're older mm-hmm. right and the closest thing i can relate to is uh peter molyneux is that his name uh long time pc game developer right um and, and one of the first ones to really try to do epic epic things yeah. on pc when he was developing uh black uh, black and white hmm. which was like a god simulator where you could go good or evil right, and yeah. the game would reflect um, there were a lot of promises, like mm. the game he wanted to develop and the game that was released didn't quite deliver. And I do remember the rage. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference is people just in the past got mad at buying something yeah, because they went to a store and physically bought a disc yeah, and then you Couldn't, can't return it because it's open. You go tell your buddy about yeah. it. <laughs> Whereas nowadays where no one actually owns anything, mm. right? Because when you buy a game from steam well, except for the guy on ebay that bought a copy for a gajillion dollars before the game was released did you, did you hear about that at all no some some dude went and yeah, like yeah. yeah i know i exactly i think the entire internet couldn't even and he started let's playing it before it was released and uh i think sean Murray may have come out and personally asked him to please stop and uh yeah that didn't help the game mm-hmm. either um yeah so nowadays yeah there is there was still a physical uh release um and yeah, yeah that, that definitely didn't help either. And the PC mm-hmm. console was staggered by a couple of days as well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of weird things with this release. Well, that, like any massive yeah. release where, you know, logistics are exactly a thing. Yeah. But yeah, like that, another example was, uh, I think, was it one, Spore? Was it yeah, one? yeah, that's another one where, uh, but that was more EA hype, I think, than yeah. anything. But these, the you know, people having, well, I mean, yeah. that was a cool idea. Yep. The idea of, you know, generative I, things. And, I remember that with Creatures even. Like, to me, Spore was Creatures 2.0, huh. where the promise, the promise was there yeah. of, like, this almost artificial intelligence, almost artificial life form. Yeah. But in the end, you're like, oh, it's a game. Yeah. And I think that's when you start talking about games beyond the scope of gaming right. and the gaming experience. They almost become philosophical. Mm-hmm. And then people fill in, like all philosophies, they fill in the blanks with what they want <laughs> yeah. or what they need. Exactly. Or they feel they need. One well, wearing the is, black beret because, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's what makes philosophers so good and what makes using, uh, selling those kind of things, games as those kind of things, a bad idea. It's never worked out well. Yeah. When you promise you're going to deliver an experience that's maybe beyond the scope of sitting in front of a monitor and hitting buttons. Yeah, I, I think so. It, it seemed like there was this was going to be a transcendental mm-hmm. thing. It was going to be like life altering to go into this other. Mm-hmm. U- he was really creating an alternative universe. Yep. And eh, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. But kind of not. If you think about it, uh, you know, Minecraft is still massive, right? Still selling millions of copies. Yeah. Right. Which is and amazing. Now, now has llamas. Now, oh, my kids. Oh, I can't even. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go 30 seconds at home without hearing llamas. 
And sometimes they'll just be sitting there, like reading, and they'll go, <laughs> "Llamas." <laughs> They're just so excited. I, I, that that one, they might, I, yeah. That was like, okay, what what but, do we do next? But llamas. If you were, if Minecraft was to come out today, yeah, right, and they said, "Here's what it's going to be," because yeah. they would have described Minecraft closer to as it is now, not Minecraft, which you know dozens of people were playing when yeah. it came, when it was in beta. Yeah, yeah. Um, it would never work. People would be feel let down. Yeah. Right. Well, all, yeah. And people would have been like, where's the story? Where's the, mm-hmm. and they, well, there is, you just explore. What? Yeah. Where exactly. is, like, how do I level up properly and mm-hmm. find the end boss? There's what? Yeah. What is the goal? Yeah. What is my, yeah. I don't think it would be successful, but because it, it grew organically, they took feedback. It was able to improve slowly over time exactly. and get shaped by the users and by the technology that was available. Um, yeah. that, that's why it works. And I think there were some people in the development community that looked at this and went, this really should have been like a, a an early access game. Mm-hmm. And I think if it were, like you see, there's early access games where people are attempting huge mm-hmm. knock it out of the park things and you open up and it's a bag of garbage. And But you see, oh, there, I see what they're trying to yeah. do. It's broken and messed mm-hmm. up, but they'll get there. Mm-hmm. And everyone is crossing their fingers and, you know, just hoping along with yeah, them. Yeah, and you feel part of the process then. Yeah. That you're helping them get to that end goal exactly. of making it what they want it to be. And you're less likely to just dump vitriol on mm-hmm. the thing, unless it's complete garbage. But, I mean, you're people are a lot more forgiving. And I think it's gone through the early access process and we saw it before it was a fully fledged mm-hmm. 1.0 product. I think it would have been a lot different. I think we would have been so much more forgiving as a yeah. games audience and people would have went, okay, like let's see as they evolve the arc of the story that. Mm-hmm. And like, it's a different kind of hype with early access. Cause instead of people go, Hey, when you get this game, here's this transcendental experience you're going to have. Yeah. The talk is more, Hey, here's what they're trying to create. Look at this thing. It's yeah. amazing. Th- this it's amazing how f- far along towards what they want to create that they've gotten. Yeah. You should come check it out. Exactly. As opposed to, it's going to be this amazing thing yeah. all at once. I, and I can understand, you know, the reasoning behind why you, if you, you know, Sony comes to you and if there's a deal made, you're, you're looking at a deal going, hey, okay. The, a, it's a, you know, not to be cynical, but it's a bag of money. Yep. And, and that support as well, like yep. with logistics, with getting it out exactly. on the platforms with, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, they have people that do that he's got a dream and he wants to share that dream with all mm-hmm. the people. And the best way to get that out there is to get it to all the people mm-hmm. via a, an Avenue like Sony, like yeah. via PlayStation. I mean, he's not going to get, so an early access game often is a small niche thing mm-hmm. comparatively. And it might eventually get a console release or it might eventually end up on, you know, mobile devices, but yep. it starts out like a little baby product. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if he just, the, the idea seems so, so big and so awesome that he didn't want to, watch it get birthed that way yeah i don't know i, I that's have a, a question of, that only he, he this is true can answer yeah I, I i have a lot of sympathy for sean murray i mm-hmm. i feel you know I, he made some mistakes on this process but it it's really unfortunate i think how much this is probably going to have hurt his career i don't know though it, i don't the, know because uh, uh, i don't know what the rating is today but man the negative ranking on steam is mm. is bad like mm. i really horrendously bad you're just like how does that much percentage of people hate this game as much as they do. Like people really either understand the game, I think, or appreciate it or, or intensely hate it. Well, okay. Let's talk about the game then. Yeah. Let's, let's break it, the experience down. Sure. So if somebody's not aware at all about mm-hmm. or hasn't played it, you're essentially, you fall on a planet with a crash ship 
your, you wake up or whatever it is, that's how you begin your game. And there's one, one save file. So you're that character. You're going to play that character for the time that you play this game. And you have an exosuit. You have a crash ship and you have a multi-tool that you're going to use to help you mine things. And you, so you're essentially trying to fix your ship and increase your capacity to carry things both on your exosuit and mm-hmm. on your ship and get a bigger multi-tools. Along the way, as you go through this procedurally generated universe, which you know I think they said something like 18 quintillion planets, theoretically, yeah, you're going to uh, discover things and you're going to meet aliens and creatures and new you know, planets as the mm-hmm. fauna flora is different all over kind of, and there's going to be an emerging narrative that we'll put that aside for a second. Cause yeah. that's an interesting, a whole other concept, this in- concept of emerging narrative and how you work with that. But so there's this idea that there is going to be a bit of a narrative or a bit of a plot that comes out. You kind of choose your path and you start p- playing the game. So immediately there's a little bit of Minecraft. You're going around mining these things with your mm-hmm. multi-tool, you're you know collecting ores. And so you see a giant block of something is a big boulder you go and mine it and you go oh that's emerald i'll tuck that aside and you'll slowly then start learning blueprints on how to craft things and so you'll get these recipes oh i can make uh, an upgrade now for my mining tool to go faster or where uh overheat slower or that I can now survive in more toxic environments. My to- my yeah. exosuit, I won't die in three minutes when so I step out of a cave. We, you can sum it up as incremental discovery leading to incremental improvement. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So you grind and grind and grind. And mm-hmm. as you're grinding, you know, sometimes you're on a planet that has no fauna or flora, uh, has loads of, say, a valuable resource, mm-hmm. and has alien life like all others. And... Um, there, there's three different races, and you, depending what system you're in, it's going to be this Gek, these little lizard guys, these uh, uh, Viking, which are these warrior race, are very like Klingon-y, mm-hmm. and uh, the Korvax, which are these spacesuit-wearing dudes with they, they're kind of robotic-looking things. Right. You're going to meet one of the species, and you're going to slowly learn their language, and you're going to learn the history of their people through finding monuments, running into them in person. Um, and they help you along and you got to make decisions as you arrive at these waypoints as you mm-hmm. on each planet. There's, you know, dozens and dozens of these waypoints as you travel around. And as you grind up, you learn more of the story of what's going on and you travel deeper mm-hmm. into the center of the the uh, galaxy universe, whatever. If you, if you travel that direction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what you want, well, how you choose to... Um, whether you stay in a system and just, you know, mm-hmm. say as three planets, five planets, you know, you can spend a lot of time on a planet. Well, and when you say planet, these are planet-sized planets. They're huge. Yeah, like you, you can, could conceivably you can walk for spend hundreds of hours on a planet. Yeah, you're probably bored out of your head. Yeah. But like, like for instance, there was this one, there's an indie game called Salt. You're a pirate that we play and uh, you go from island to island and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a very lovely looking game and you, you enjoy even just sometimes being in that world. It's very relaxing. Mm-hmm. I found a planet that reminded me kind of of that feeling. And mm-hmm. I spent probably one night, probably four to five hours on this chill planet with that didn't have any monsters trying to eat me. Yeah, did you uh, hear a steel drum in the background? Yeah, exactly. Is that it was so calm, man. It was awesome. So you you can get that experience out of the game if you're looking for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the game's reviews I've read that are the closest are the ones where the the reviewers are like, yeah, it's it's fails in a lot of ways. There's a mm-hmm. lot of problems with it. You know, they'll nitpick at and say, 
the inventory management system. They don't like the way it's executed. I, I it was all right. There's there's little weird the interstitials between scenes are sometimes annoying. There's the little details, mm-hmm. but you you brush those aside, and the core of the game is this experience. And so if I can wander around for hours and just enjoy wandering. Mm-hmm jetpacking over things you know bouncing around and yeah. not even really mining just kind yeah. of like enjoying wandering on foot getting to a far point like literally walking an hour in real time mm-hmm. and then hitting a, a point where i can you know build this chip and call my ship over to meet me uh, that's great like you've just had this right. kind of walkabout experience yeah so i would say it's we could just sum up this is a game for gamers that like to read in that, you know, you, you're okay by yourself for long periods of time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Or or, or gamers that like to paint. <laughs> like, yeah. you're engaged in a solo activity where th- the end goal is the activity itself. I think so. It's like a walking game. or It's mm-hmm. like, a, parts of it are like a puzzler. Parts of it are mm-hmm. like a mining sim. Parts of it, like, there's, it, it captures a lot of these little bits of different games. Yeah. And you could dig deep into any of those bits you wanted to, right? Yeah. And I, I, I got obsessed with like say leveling up a thing, and I would totally get obsessed. And I spent probably two long sessions leveling up my spaceship. Mm-hmm. And I found this, you know, uh, you find kind of shortcuts to doing certain things. And I was like, oh, okay, I found out if I just got crash ships, I just literally flew around slowly, finding every crash ship and just like just getting it airworthy by you know fixing three things on it and then going to the next broken mm-hmm. ship. And I it was very trudgy but i just went through it because i was like well i really just want to level up my ship and get on with the game yeah i got sick of the and the economy was like the idea of buying a ship off of you can meet other traders at these trading posts and Mm -hmm. you can try to buy their ships i was like i'm not gonna go and i could choose a grind of mining to earn 170 million units Mm -hmm. yeah i like 20 or less and or i could just fix ships and so i went oh yeah i'll fix ships i just ground and ground and ground and it was so kind of methodical and mm-hmm. enjoyable and i leveled i maxed out everything in the game and i learned all of one language and then i was like oh okay like i guess i follow the plot of the game now like i totally kind of right. s- ignored that because you were so focused on on this this ship task of finding and repairing yeah so i the fixed right ship yeah max my ship max my exosuit max my my thing got a ship i really like that's the mm-hmm. other thing is that there's all there's so many varieties of things so you can kind of keep trading in things or get you get what you want mm-hmm. and then uh i was like all right so yeah i guess we played the the narrative part of this game yep. and this is a hundred and some hour about a hundred hours before i got yeah. the big ship 100 hours into this game that's a lot of game mm-hmm. like like if you just ended it there you would have gone okay i got my money's worth exactly yeah 100 hours of entertainment yeah yeah and i i'm very happy with that process Mm -hmm. and i i think okay that was fine i now i i'm waiting for them to maybe expand the game to just add more alien species Mm -hmm. like three species like i i expect like cosmic encounter kind of like i want like 160 different species of although that i can encounter realistically Hmm. three might be three might be ample i don't know Um, I mean, we're human. We might be one. We might, you know, the variety, uh, like the animal life, is kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. Like you'll find like a dog that I have, like a you know cephalopod head. Like there's there's these weird crabby creatures. All very commonly, they're hostile. They'll attack you. They're meat eaters. Mm -hmm. You kind of run into typologies of characters. So a lot of people were accusing of you know maybe not being so robust. Right. It's 
you know, like the, uh, the comparison of the the children's flip book with the three panels. Mm-hmm. They're like, it kind of feels like that sometimes. But then when you're talking about, what did you say? Quintillions of planets? Yeah, like 18 quintillion planets. Then, yeah, you know, just f- fly further away. Yeah. I think, you know, if it probably under, has some underlying logic mm-hmm. about the idea of evolution. If you're going to get, you know, carbon-based life forms that are going to spawn, yeah. there's going to be some practical paths that that's going to follow. Mm-hmm. Evolution is going to follow certain pathways. It's not going to just go, Hey, 87 foot spider. That's not real practical. What's going to happen. So, right. you know, we might not get the giant sandworms. Right. Like, I, I think people were disappointed. Like they wanted crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think they may have toned the crazy down a little bit. Right. I think there was expectations early on that. That's what it might be. It might be like really outrageous. And mm-hmm. cause me- they were going for realism to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to the degree of you're walking around with a mining gun. Blasting rocks into into atomic proportions. Speaking aliens. Yeah, exactly. That kind of realism. Yeah. Space realism. (laughs) Um, You know, and my kids loved it. The... Mm -hmm. uh, if I got initially, the initially it's very grindy because it's hard to get a lot of a resource mm-hmm. and um, uh, depending on the planet you crash on too, right? Well, it's just slow. Like your mining tool mm-hmm. is slow at first. Later on, you blast stuff up crazy fast. Mm-hmm. So it increments quite nicely. Like at first you, you don't need a lot of money, but it's harder to get the money that you need. Right. Later on, it's easy, but, but you need so much you more. You need so much more. Yeah. So anyway, I would set my, uh, my six year old on her, I'd be like, okay, time to go mining. I was like, you want to mine? She's like, sure. So, you know, come back 10 minutes later, she'll have mined a bunch of stuff. <laughs> and it was great. Like she thoroughly enjoyed doing that. Yep. And my nine-year-old, uh, he, he got freaked out by it initially because you do get a, every once in a while you get attacked by a, you know, alien creature mm-hmm. and it's a little like, whoa. Uh, and he's just sensitive to that. So yep. he was like, you do it, you do the controller. I can look through my closed fingers when we run into aggressive animals. And, uh, but he still wants to watch the game. Mm-hmm. He totally engrossed. Like it very has that like exploratory feel mm-hmm. like they're, they're both sitting there with me and it, you know, I'd play like an hour or two and they would be just mesmerized. Like yep. it was like they were watching a movie and, and then, and then you'd put them to bed and you'd play another, exactly. I'm just going to play one hour. I'm just going to play, I'm just gonna play a little bit. That's totally what it is. I'll just level up the next thing. Yeah. And then yeah. four hours later. And when we talked about the game initially, I thought about the idea of would it be good for kids or would kids mm-hmm. be interested? I think kind of yes. Um, depending on the kids. Depending on the yeah. kids. And they need more load files like I or save files because mm-hmm. one, that's my character. I was like, uh, you know, one of their cousins came over and wanted to play. I was like, uh, I don't want you killing me. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is Because you'd have to start all over is it permadeath no, or is there save points? There's save points. Okay. You can, and I, you can pick up your inventory, which I didn't realize after the first like We've only died a handful of times. First, like three times, I didn't notice at the bottom right corner, they're like, go back to your gravesite to pick up your... I was like, oh my God, they were telling me to go do it. I was overwhelmed with the whole thing. I was, I missed the Plus the sadness of having point. died. Yeah, you're too busy throwing your hands in the air and yelling at the ceiling to notice the little blurb. Dang you cephalopody type thing. Yeah, Mr. Krabs, that's what he's Mr. called Krabs. in our house. Mr. Krabs so does. So yeah, I, I think it's a it's a interesting game for kids. I think it could be more interesting for kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My kids are yeah they they weren't clamoring for it. Whenever I played it, they loved it. But I don't think they were like I need to play that. Right. It's uh, not like Rocket League addictive. No. 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 Yeah. Which I'd say would be the exact opposite yeah. as a game can be. Pretty much. Yeah. But those are the two big games in my house right yep. now. So yeah, they're a good comparison. It's the instant gratification or the long play. Exactly. Yeah. 
and there's no way I'll ever get as many hours in on this as he's gotten out of Rocket League. So no, because my son, because you have to do things during the day. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly. the main difference, right it's there. True. I, I refuse to play this while there. I was like, no, I'm not playing this while you guys are at school. Mm. I'll be a good parent. Uh, you held up to that? I have. That's yeah, impressive. Shockingly, that's yeah. impressive. No. There were a couple times where you're like, maybe just a little bit. Ten. No, no. Yeah, that's right. Only in the evenings. So yeah, my pres- I mean, we all felt it was like meditative, beautiful, relaxing. It's intriguing. Um, there's this, you know, the fragmented narrative that they introduce is really interesting. Mm-hmm. They it gets a little redundant, a little, but I mean, they did. It, it made me realize like the whole kind of choose your own adventure kind of narrative mm-hmm. really hard to implement on a game of this scale mm-hmm. when you're flying around random planets running into yep. random things at random points mm-hmm. having to deliver exposition and have it come together in some coherent yeah. hole like i don't it, you can't even like it's there's not i i just if they knew they know the a to z points and then they had to write in between and it's like there's a limit to how much in between they could write right I, I would have been happy if they almost didn't have any of that. Yeah, it was just about exploration. I think so. I think yeah. they literally could have. I would have. I like that the idea that you could meet other alien species, but I wish they had actually gotten rid of the entire narrative, like the mm-hmm. whole plot of the. And I still don't know the whole thing. I haven't mm-hmm. looked it up. I'm going to play through to it. Yeah. I'm only like five systems in or something. Mm hmm. Uh, I, I, I'm in the meditative play category. Yeah. So I'm not in it for the plot. So you wish the narrative. Much like Minecraft, the narrative is what you get out of the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What what you choose for the narrative to be, yeah, is the narrative. If you, whatever your motivation is for doing what you do, it's your motivation. It's not the game saying, "Hey, we need a hero." Exactly. Or, hey, we need, you know. Yeah, find out what happens and mm-hmm. what created the universe. Why is this happening and this mm-hmm. happening? And I, I really think that's kind of unfortunate because mm-hmm. uh, I think that you're guaranteed to be let down right because the process is so big that no narrative is going to be satisfying at the end of that journey mm-hmm. i feel like mm-hmm. or i think he just tried to appeal to all kinds of gamers he knew we're a triple a title right we need to have a narrative framework because people like to grind for 30 40 hours or whatever and mm-hmm. then you know and, and finish. feel like they've finished quote exactly. unquote finish yeah and it that is really unfortunate i think i if they strip that out it, it, i think if you play this game and you 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 like what we've been talking about pretend the narrative doesn't exist right and just play it for the game or that it's just background noise yeah the universe is happening who it's cares it's so satisfying to play just mm-hmm. as a chill game and it's, it's so beautiful i mean compared to like minecraft which is yes. like you know it has its own aesthetic it let's does say. yeah and i can enjoy it i've mm-hmm. i have enjoyed it i've played a gazillion hours i've easily played more mm-hmm. minecraft than this even mm-hmm. and i've enjoyed that aesthetic but it's it's not um pleasing in the same way i don't right. walk into a terrain i mean there's the odd one you'll go oh that's awe-inspiring for a pile of pixel yes. blocks. I, I think a, that plot add-on, unfortunate, uh, maybe led to more of an overhype element. Um, right. There isn't, you know, swarms of animals. There isn't uh, mm-hmm. your space battles. You don't get joined by anybody. So, I mean, there's some questions being asked right now in the way they presented the game uh, in their marketing. Might have been a little bit, um, you know, like just they're wrong. Like, right. or they missold the game. And I don't think that was intentional. I think it was like that. They, I think he had fully had the intentions of adding some of the things in that he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Couldn't mm-hmm. add them in for whatever reasons. And they maybe should have just changed their marketing a bit. Right. And, you know, said, hey, we should pull down the Steam videos where we show all these cool things that yeah. are in the game. Yeah. Uh, so kind of a misstep there. Mm-hmm. I think Hello Games has probably been really busy working on patches. Right. <laughs> 
so I, you know, kind of in summary, like I, this game hits that hits the spot in many ways. I hoped it would hit, which would be Mm -hmm. the, the child in me that saw 2001. Like I saw 2001 when I was really young, like seven or eight and it blew my brain. Like it just blew Mm -hmm. my mind right out of the back of my head. I was utterly, it was probably the, one of those pinnacle life experiences as a kid. And I, I thought this game looks like it captures kind of that amazing, awe-inspiring mm-hmm. mystery. I thought, okay, will it be? It it captures some of the beauty of of space and um, you know, yeah, those you, big existential questions you feel when you're traveling around. Mm-hmm. But and, and it seems to make you feel like you're a futuristic space explorer. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a lot of changes that mm-hmm. could be made. I'd like to see, you know. Maybe there'll be DLC where they add new aliens, yep. new plot. Maybe they, I mean, there's, I don't know, some multiverse plot they can tie in. I, I don't even know where there's, the plot currently goes. There's not goes. a lot of player interaction, is there? None. And that's, uh, there was supposed to be the idea that you could um, theoretically run into other players, but mm-hmm. it, they thought it was practically not that mm-hmm. possible. And within, I think it was like within 24 hours or some very short period of time, some people <laughs> bumped into each other through via reddit or they someone saw someone right. else had been there tracked them down and then they were trying to meet in person i know someone else in one of the the pc review um magazines was trying to also do the same thing uh to try to confirm mm-hmm. you know it it seems like they had intended it to be a massive multiplayer world and it's in in practical terms it isn't yeah so there's some anger about that as well yep. maybe it will be i don't know i mm-hmm. think that's all up so currently not really hmm you can run into planets people have been to. Yep. But it, you can read names of people of names. Yeah, things. that's mostly. There's yeah. a good database of that. And, uh, I, you know, I think the ability to, like, craft things a little bit better. Like, if I want to change my ship. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Yeah, because you're stuck with the appearance of the ship no matter what upgrades you make to it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, that seems... Weird. Yeah, exactly. You'd like physical manifesta- manifestations of the changes you make. Yeah, you like to go to the shop and mm-hmm. order up new boosters. Mm-hmm. Um, or when you see a ship go oh that has these equipment already yeah yeah has these equipment already that's a sentence i think so or or the ability to go past 48 slots and like buy a freighter mm-hmm. or what you know like there's got to be some other things that emerge out of mm-hmm. this but yeah that idea of just kind of getting stuck with the, those things and riding those out till the end you're just like okay this it's kind of yeah it has its its own best before date kind of stamped into it with that like you're go oh okay that's it mm-hmm so unless they, you know, introduce some really cool stuff, like I, I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. what the lifespan of it is. It's a little bit, this might be the first baby step in a whole other thing. Right. I don't or know. it might be the nail in the coffin of this thing. Yeah. If, you know, you could spend that same resources, build another first person shooter, sell more copies. I think the, the AAA price tag on this thing, uh, it was, uh, I don't know what it was in the States. In Canada, it was like 65, 70 bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think people when they spend that much on a game, have an expectation mm-hmm. of a game. And uh, this didn't meet those expectations mm-hmm. for a lot of people. I think mm-hmm. if it had this been a $25 game in an indie or really, yeah. you know, or a 15 to $20 game, indie release, maybe yeah. sub 30 people would have given it a lot more room mm-hmm. and been a lot more forgiving. Um, that, yeah, it's unfortunate. Yep. So I definitely recommend it. If, if you're looking for that chill Minecraft experience, but if you want that, you know, be able to build your own world. No, no, you can't do that. If they add crafting in a way that is physically, 
you mine re- minerals that say this is used in building spaceships. Mm-hmm. And early on, I was like, oh, am I going to be able to build a spaceship? Build, build a spaceship yeah. or add some? No. No. Oh. So there is hints that, I don't know. I don't know if that's a hint that that's going to go where I it think goes. Thing, or... you, you get away with not having player interaction if you could build a structure on the surface that says, I was, I here. was here. That's right. right. That's a very human exactly. need. Right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, and you, you can't do that. No. So all you, People try and blast sculptures out of rocks mm-hmm. to say, I was here. And that's very different. Yeah. Yeah, look, I made a face. I, yeah. made, I made another face. And that's if somebody finds that spot. <laughs> and and then there's a theory that that might not even work. So that's right. kind of disappointing. Mm. We're alone, Jeff. We're all so <laughs> alone. So like you say, it's a very metaphysical game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> score. Yeah. And I think I definitely think you should play it, even despite all of its problems. It's so it's it's quite the experience. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. And if you appreciate that. Yeah, I think you definitely appreciate yeah. this game. You got to find the joy where they did succeed. Yeah, and I, yeah. I think there's some things they just absolutely knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. And until uh, he gives us some more game, I guess I will continue grinding. I think I'll finish the game. I'm going to yep. go through the rest of the plot just to see so I know what mm-hmm. exactly he shot for. But it's not what's driving me at yep. this point. And maybe I'll find some more planets and get lost wandering for mm-hmm. some evening. So that maybe, sounds fun. Yeah. And until next time, I've been James. And I'm still Jeff. <laughs>